0: Welcome, this is Michael Volkoff, and this is episode 219 of Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Our episode today is a discussion of DOJ's indictment of aerospace industry executives for conduct in the labor markets. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, 2022 is here, and uh, I'm optimistic. Uh, Hopefully, it'll be a good year for everybody. Uh, I think uh, we'll get through this pandemic, hopefully, um, and then uh, hopefully the economy will uh, you know, keep chugging, chugging along, as we say. Anyway, um, I thought I'd bring uh, a little bit of discussion in the antitrust area today to talk about an important criminal case uh, that was brought in Connecticut recently by the Justice Department's Antitrust uh, Division, before we get started, how about a word from our sponsor, Steel Compliance?
1: Steel Compliance is the global leader in compliance and ethics management. Steel's compliance and ethics platform is comprehensive, robust, and easy to use to promote a company's culture of compliance. Steel partners with the world's largest, most respected companies to deliver compliance products and services that help organizations embrace a culture of compliance while protecting their brand. Building an ethical culture is a complex undertaking that requires a detailed understanding of the global compliance environment, considerable time, and specialized expertise. Steele's end-to-end ethics and compliance platform is designed to provide compliance officers with the solutions they need to proactively address changing regulatory and reputational risks. Steele's ethics and compliance automated platform offers critical functions designed to... Promote a speak-up culture to advance employee engagement, reporting, and incident management. Investigate promptly and fairly potential incidents to ensure compliance with your organization's code of conduct and applicable laws and regulations, including anti-corruption, anti-money laundering, antitrust sanctions, cybersecurity, and data privacy. Manage your organization's compliance policies and procedures to ensure that policies are updated and disseminated effectively so that employees understand your organization's compliance requirements. Educate and engage your organization to promote understanding and how your compliance program applies to day-to-day operations. And evaluate and monitor your organization's business partners, vendors, suppliers, and customers to mitigate risk and ensure adherence to your organization's ethics and compliance requirements. To learn more about Steel's compliance solutions, please contact us at email steelglobal.com or call 415-692-5000.
0: Well, if you follow the uh, Antitrust Division's activities, um, and I used to work there a long time ago, and uh, I, I try to follow it, particularly the criminal work that they do, um, there's been an important development. And I think it's a big story for this year because it's starting to reach uh, fruition. Um, But the Justice Department basically several years ago, starting in 2016, uh, the antitrust division warned businesses that it intended to bring criminal prosecution for illegal agreements, price-fixing, wage-fixing agreements not to compete in labor markets. And no one should be surprised because uh, DOJ has been bringing criminal cases, um, and they started to last year, against companies, executives, and human resource professionals. Now, in the beginning of a new and serious uh, enforcement action this year, or, I mean, at the end of last year, uh, the district court in Connecticut unsealed a criminal complaint charging a single aerospace outsourcing executive with a long-running conspiracy to restrict the hiring and recruiting of engineers and skilled workers at various companies. The charged official was Mahesh Patel, and he was the former director of global engineering services at Pratt-Whitney. And according to the criminal complaint, he carried out this conspiracy as the designated uh, intermediary between co-conspirator engineering suppliers. Uh, He appeared in court. And then was released on a $100,000 bond. Interestingly, and this is, uh, we'll talk about why this came about. The next week, the Justice Department Antitrust Division returned an indictment charging six executives, including Patel, with participating in this, the same long running criminal antitrust conspiracy, which was to restrict the hiring and recruiting of engineers and skilled workers. The five additional uh, defendants include Harpert Wasson of Connecticut, Stephen Hodling of Connecticut, Tom Edwards of Connecticut, Gary Proust of Florida, and Robert Harvey of South in South Carolina. Now, the timing of Patel's arrest, and uh, I called this the two-step, uh, and then the indictment the next week of the remaining defendants suggests that DOJ arrested Patel and sought to flip him, sought his cooperation initially. Under this scenario, uh, it looks like he, uh, you know, with his lawyers, they decided to reject the opportunity to cooperate and therefore was included in the initial indictment. While the uh, indictment doesn't identify the specific companies at which the defendant wor- defendants work, there was a separate civil complaint and a class action which lists the same defendants' companies in positions as uh, Pratt-Whitney, Quest Global Services, Belcan Engineering Group, Scient, Parametric Solutions. Edwards was a uh, president of North American Operations at Scient, an engineering and technology company. Now, Pratt-Whitney employs more than 39,000 employees and is one of the largest engine makers, aerospace engine makers, in the world. And Patel recently retired but was employed at Pratt for 27 years. And as you all probably know, Pratt-Whitney is a subsidiary of Raytheon Technologies, uh, which released a statement confirming it is cooperating with the DOJ investigation. Now, in the last 10 years, competition for aerospace engineers heated up because of thousands of new jets produced by Boeing and Airbus, as well as increased demand for engines from Pratt-Whitney and competitors, uh, General Electric and Rolls-Royce. Now, the supply of aerospace engineering professionals, however, has been diminishing relative to the increased demand for services by participants in the aerospace industry. And uh, so eight, uh, so there are... The indictment in this case outlines eight members of the conspiracy uh, working with five outsourced engineering suppliers. Two of the outsourced uh, engineering companies involved involved in the case are based in Connecticut uh, and one each in Jupiter and Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Now, Patel retired in 2020 and apparently starting in 2003 as the manager he, uh, he started as, a, he was uh, working as a manager. He was later promoted to director in charge of outsourcing suppliers. And he managed a team of associates in East uh, Hartford. And he participated in the conspiracy among the uh, aerospace engineering companies as charged over the last 10 years. And the conspiracy lasted between 2011 and 2019. And additional uh, points that are made here is that Patel enforced agreed upon restrictions that were designed to restrict competition and bidding to recruit each other's employees. And he enforced these agreements among the suppliers and often confronted engineering suppliers who violated or cheated on the agreement among the companies. And he sought to enforce the agreement at the request of other engineering suppliers and threatened to punish such suppliers by removing them from various project opportunities. Patel and the co-conspirators recognized uh, that the illegal agreement amongst themselves was very helpful to to reducing pay levels lower for engineering service employees. In one communication, a co-conspirator wrote, uh, quote, Mahesh says he does not want the salaries to increase, close quote. In another communication, a co-conspirator warned that if poaching between suppliers did not stop, it would drive the price structure up. In a September 2016 email from Patel to a co-conspirator, Patel stated, quote, Last time we talked, you assured me that you will not hire any Pratt-Whitney partner employees. Patel warned, quote, This must stop. Otherwise, others will also start poaching your employees, Close quote. In a January 2017 email, Patel stated that he would not hire partner employees as the only way to prevent, quote, poaching and a price war, close quote. Now, Patel was not the highest-ranking official at Pratt-Whitney involved in the antitrust conspiracy. Patel attended, and this is the interesting part, that it even goes up to a vice president, uh, Patel attended a September 2011 dinner at which his supervisor, a Pratt-Whitney vice president and a manager of one of the co-conspirators discussed an agreement that Pratt-Whitney would not hire employees from the supplier until they had worked there for two years. So under the Sherman Act, the maximum penalty is 10 years imprisonment and a fine of $1 million for individuals. Uh, the charges clearly signal that uh, federal investigations are going to go into illegal price-fixing, not only in the aerospace industry, but we could see it in other areas where there's a lot of demand for uh, employees or even uh, temporary employees. Um, And more prosecutions are definitely uh, expected. And here what's interesting is the engineers and other skilled labor employees uh, performed a range of very you know, technical services, obviously electrical and mechanical engineering, design, testing, software development. And uh, as a result of this uh, con- uh, conspiracy, um, there were times when uh, obviously the prices were kept lower uh, to bring in some of these uh, temporary employees, uh, given the shortage of aerospace engineers, particularly in that part of the uh, country. Uh, because there's a, obviously a bunch of them are based there, and that would uh, increase the demand for them uh, as well. Um, we talked about some of the other defendants uh, as well and, uh, and what their positions were, and I listed them for you before. Um, but there are other corporations and individuals who are not charged in the indictment and participated as co-conspirators, Uh, And they may be, in fact, uh, a company who has, let's say, the leniency uh, marker, the one who got leniency for the first uh, person to report this. And it probably uh, is referenced in here as one of the co conspirators. So, um, as I said, the conspiracy went on from 2011 to 2019. The uh, co-conspirators agreed to restrict the hiring and recruiting of engineers and other skilled labor between and among the companies. Um, and uh, this is what's considered a per se criminal violation. Now, they, the indictment outlines a number of meetings and discussions, uh, emails, uh, emails that occurred, um, and, uh, and the Patel was clearly the leader of the conspiracy. Uh, And as a matter of fact, they talk about, uh, in in or around December 2015, Patel attended a dinner with representatives of uh, uh, three other companies, including Edwards and Wasson. Uh, Those are two of the charged defendants. Uh, An executive of company of a company who also attended the dinner sent an email to Hodling and other employees to summarize statements made by Patel at the dinner. The email states, quote, Mahesh did take the stage at the end, no poaching of each other's employees, close quote. In uh, 2017, Wasan, the defendant, responded to news that the company uh, made an employment offer to company, uh, from company C to company B, stating in an email, Company C is not allowed to poach any of our employees, and I will plan to block this immediately. I will send this to Mahesh today, close quote. Now, Wasan forwarded that information to Patel and said, I am very concerned that Company C believes they can hire any of our employees. Could you please stop this person from being hired by Company C? In and around May 2016, Hodeling learned uh, from a colleague at Company C that another employee had been hired by Company E. The colleague asked Hodeling, "Did you ever discuss the last one with Mahesh?" Hodling responded, "Yes. He he'd talked to also Company E about this." Hodeling subsequently emailed Patel to complain that his company was quote losing another employee to the Company E. So we have examples like that uh, throughout the uh, indictment. And then there's some other incidents which are, uh, which are uh, referenced, for example, in or around January 2016, Wasan reported to a general manager of Company B and another colleague, quote, I am planning to meet with Mahesh later this week to discuss the hiring matrix I developed to limit the hiring. Also, I'm going to tell him that he needs to block two Company B engineers from being hired until we come to an agreement on the acceptable limit to hire from our team. And then around that same time, Wasson sent an email to Patel uh, regarding a company B employee that company A was interested in hiring, writing, quote, we cannot lose him, and complaining to Patel that company A keeps poaching this team. Patel then emailed uh, company A hiring contact and explained, I checked with uh, uh, company B. They absolutely do not want to release the employee. Please do not extend an offer to him." These are further examples of communications and directions, usually at Patel's uh, urging and Patel's uh, direction uh, in terms of enforcing the agreement amongst all of the co-conspirators as charged. Uh, Obviously, they have the presumption of uh, innocence and uh, as charged that they were um, restricting competition for uh, labor. So this is an interesting case. I'd urge you to take a look at it. I, I plan to hold a uh, webinar on this issue down the road uh, in the next few weeks where we'll talk about what the HR implications are for compliance and how to stay on top of this issue to make sure it doesn't become uh, a potential criminal case. But this is a big development, um, and I think we're going to see more examples of this because the Justice Department has already gone after uh People in the uh, healthcare industry, uh, DaVita, uh, the, uh, the kidney dialysis company, and the former CEO has been charged. Uh, and now we're seeing in the aerospace industry uh, a, a big prosecution. So we're going to see more in other industries. And uh, they've made statements to basically say that they're going to continue this uh, aggressive program. An interesting case. So let's, uh, we'll stay in touch on this one. Hope you're doing well again. Happy New Year to everybody. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Corruption, Crime, and Compliance.
1: Thanks again for listening to Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Please subscribe to the podcast series. The Volkov Law Group believes that every company should have a robust ethics and compliance program. Experience and research show that ethical companies are better performers in the global marketplace. You can learn more about the legal and compliance services we offer at our website, www.volkovlaw.com. You can also follow our award-winning blog, Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, and our podcast series. You can contact Michael Volkov at his email address, mvolkov at volkovlaw.com.